Greetings, family. I'm here with a special episode today. I am talking to an amazing couple that came to the Gambia, um, and they are going to be leaving. Um, They didn't have the most pleasant experience here based on some of the landlords that they had to deal with. And I just wanted to give you all a taste of what that could be like if you're planning on coming here. So I guess my first question is, what brought you to the Gambia? Um, I started looking at YouTube back in 2018, 2019. I started looking at YouTube between 2018, 2019. I came across a show called that Advice Show. Okay. I was checking that out. And it was talking about Uganda. Okay. It's like, oh, wow, beautiful, beautiful homes, Mm -hmm. landscape, and everything. And the cost of living was pretty reasonable. You know, the homes were almost like mansions. Yeah. But more affordable than what you would think. Yes. Very affordable compared to coming from where we come from. Yes. And then after that, start diving in a little more, checking, because I never thought about Africa. Right. Never thought about coming over here and everything. And then the more I checked into it, the more uh, me and him started talking about it. And and then we started looking at other places. We looked at uh, Gambia, uh, Tanzania, uh, Ghana, Ghana, Mm -hmm. and Uganda. But uh, our first trip was January of 2021. Okay. For here, and we stayed here for six weeks in Bruford. Okay. It was a nice experience. Lovely. Yes, very <laughs> nice experience. So you had something to compare it to. Yeah. Okay. You know, and met an awesome family that allowed us to stay on their property. Nice. Awesome. And they took care of us. Um, the guy that we knew, uh, know back in the States, he's from here. Okay. So he hooked us up with his family. Nice. And they just showed us around and everything. Did and you visit other countries outside of Gambia, or was Gambia your only African country? Um, we spent a day in uh, Senegal, but it was in the village. We didn't go to Dakar or nothing okay. like that, because our flight took us into Senegal. Right. And then they had someone pick us up from the airport, mm-hmm. and they drove us from there to the Gambia. We got to see along the way and everything. Okay. And it kind of reminded me of the country. Okay. Yeah, it reminds me of the country because I grew up in the country. I didn't grow up in the city. Okay. Yeah, so I, you know, I grew up walking from house to house. Yes. Yes. You know, and if you want to get somewhere, that's what you had to do. You didn't have rides and stuff like that. Yeah. So it reminded me a lot of just being in the country. Okay. And that's one thing I liked about it. Okay. People friendly and all that. Yeah. But our second time here was a different story. Well, your second time here, you were coming... Um, under different circumstances, right? Because right. now your landowners returning, right? Mm-hmm. So your landowners returning, and you want to rent. You're renting while you're working on your property. Yeah. So that that's a different position to be in than just being a visitor, because then you're looking for long-term safe places to be, right? Right. So you want to speak a little bit about that first location, mm-hmm. what that was like? Okay. Mm-hmm. The the first location. You talking about the first location the second time, or? Second time around. Okay, the first the first location, um, we ran into somebody who I met. She met, mm-hmm. and he um, dealt with properties, and mm-hmm. he had a lot of connections. Mm-hmm. So um, he turned us on to a friend who was renting his house. Okay. Over in Paradise mm-hmm. Estates, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, everything seemed good. You know, we did we did a. a makeshift contract with him but as we were signing the contract he gives his sob story 
talking about what the dog the dog has never been up this is the dog's only home it can can the dog stay here and um, you know you want to take care of her I'll come and take care of the dog and we, we you know we're new to it so we like okay sob story let the dog stay but that night we thought about it, it like we don't have a dog so why should we be you know caring for somebody else's dog so the next day we called our friend who contacted him and said uh, they decided not to let you keep the dog. But of course he was pissed. You know, he was mad because we went back on what we said. But he uh, went ahead, he took the dog, and from that moment forward, we started having problems. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he tried to leave you with his responsibility, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. And when you all didn't agree to that, now it's a problem. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I think... When, when I think about someone asking you something like that as new homeowners, that really was on him mm -hmm. because he knew you all were renting the space. Right. You didn't come there with a pet, no. so why would he think it would be okay yes. to leave his dog? Because in my mind, I'm thinking he wants to leave his dog so that he has a reason to keep coming there. Mm -hmm. That's the hustle I'm thinking about, right, mm -hmm. as you talk about this dog. So now let's hear what happens. So he comes to get the dog, and then the problems start. Right, then he started talking about he want to build on the property, asking us, do we need security? We said, no, we do not. Then, as time passed, his wife showed up. Now, his wife is from Sweden. So his wife is European, or she's a yes. Gambian from Sweden? No, she's so it's a European. Okay, so European comes now. Yes. And comes. she's on the, in the picture, and what does that look like? Is this her home? Yes. She stated that that is her home, and she comes through for the holidays. Okay. So she shows up in November with papers from her lawyer stating that we have to leave. So many ways we have to leave because she's there for the holidays. I said, well, we're not going anywhere because we gave your husband the money. Yes. And she's like, well, he shouldn't have done that. He knew I was coming. But my thing is, if he, he knew that you was coming, why would he rent it out? I didn't understand that concept unless he was just in need of money. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, of course, it goes back to the hustle mentality mm -hmm. because he knew that was his wife's house. Yes. But his thing was to try to make money mm -hmm. while she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And what? Did he think she wouldn't find out about it? Right. If she comes every year, he had to know she comes. Yeah. So, so, so what was he saying? So he had said that... Um, his wife contacted him and let him let him know she was coming. And he said, "Well, we need to talk about this." Mm. That's when he told her that he had rented the house to us. Okay. And then all hell broke loose. Okay. So she, like she said, she uh, uh, served us with papers. Mm -hmm. Her husband and me are the defendants. She's the plaintiff. To go to court. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so y'all like co-defendants mm -hmm. on this one. Right. Yes. Okay, so then now how does that play out? We had to go get a lawyer. We had to go get a lawyer. So a friend of ours, uh, he's an American, he turned us on to his lawyer. The lawyer came over and explained everything. And then in December, we had to go to court. So now you're not only spending money on a rental yes. that is like an illegal rental, mm -hmm. but now you have to go spend money on an attorney on an attorney mm -hmm. that's taking money out of your pockets that should be going towards you working on your project. Right. Okay. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So he had to go to court. Mm -hmm. 
and what happened then? Basically, uh, the judge would listen to the case. First, the first time we went, the judge listened to the case and asked the attorneys, um, do they need more time? Of course, the attorneys said yes, so they rescheduled it for another time. So um, the next time that, that we were scheduled to go, we went, but the, the other defendant showed up like an hour late. So I'm in, I'm in there by myself with my lawyer, and his lawyer is there, but he's not there. Right. So uh, the judge wasn't happy with that. They uh, decided to go ahead and extend, you know, schedule another court date. Which is really dysfunctional, right? Yes. Because although you all are co-defendants, you don't know him. No. So they could have heard your case first and then brought him in when he arrived, mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. But this is how backwards this system is, and that's why I was like, it's so important that you all tell this story, mm -hmm. right? Because I have a legal background. I have a law degree, I studied in the States, mm -hmm. I practiced in the States, and I hated it. But when I came here and saw this dysfunctional system, mm -hmm. I was like, it's a circus. Mm -hmm. Very unprofessional, mm -hmm. nobody knows what they're doing. It's not a good thing. It really isn't. So. You will have to go back again. Yes. And you're never there. Like, you, you, you're you there, but you don't, they didn't yeah, list you. I, right. They didn't put my name on the paperwork. Which is nonsense. Yeah. Right. Because it was it, nonsense for his name to be the on there. It was, but I could see how she could try it. Mm. Right? Because mm -hmm. you have to be listed. Mm -hmm. She could just list her husband. Right. But she can't do that without listing you oh. all as defendants as well because mm -hmm. your money's caught up in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that made sense mm -hmm. on her part, but... Mm -hmm. It's not fair. So there was a small shining light mm -hmm. with this whole situation. Okay. Once that second court date um, took place and we were getting ready to go our separate ways, our lawyer talked to her. Her lawyer. And they decided that um, we can work together. They'll, they'll give us the money, mm -hmm. and we'll go ahead and move out. Mm -hmm. So right. we had until like um, the 23rd of February is when we actually moved out. But they came like, they, they came on the 23rd. Mm -hmm. Her lawyer, our lawyer, her, and us. Right. And she gave us our money, we gave her the key. And it was a wrap. It was so a wrap. it looks like y'all ended up just cutting the husband out of it completely yeah. because yes. he is the one that is really caused has caused the problem. Yes, because when we talked to the lawyer, the lawyer our lawyer stated, "Okay, let's see if he give you the money." Because he kept saying, "Okay, I'm gonna give you money back. I'm gonna give you your money." But he back. couldn't give it back. No. So uh, the lawyer wrote it up. We we signed it, and also and the wife gave y'all the money back. Yeah, but even before that, we were trying to work with the husband because he did not want to give that house to his wife. He did not because he stated he had paperwork that was in his name. She had paperwork that was in her name and we was like okay since we dealt with you we get you to january the 21st and the lawyer said okay our lawyer said okay so he right. signed the paperwork and so we gave him to january 21st mm -hmm. and he didn't pull through right so you had to go with the wife okay wife. so that at least you got out of that situation without any major expenses did they yes. cover your attorney's fees no no we we so you so you had to pay for the attorney so that was a, a bill that you didn't need no okay so now you leave this place mm -hmm. And you find another place. Yes. yes. And where's this new? Did we did we say where the other place was located? What area was that? Was that Bruford as well? No. 
That's Dalaba Estates. Oh, you did, because you talked about Paradise Estates. That was the first place for the internet happened. <laughs> oh yeah, we also forgot to mention that we got broken into. Okay, so that's, that's all right. Wait, wait, we gotta go back. <laughs> we gotta go back. Okay, so when y'all first came, there was you stayed with a Gambian family. Yeah, that was in 2021 in January. Okay, and there were no issues there. No, because okay, so that was that piece. When y'all returned as homeowners now, right. landowners, mm -hmm. you stay where first? Paradise Estate. And that's where the issue is with this individual and his wife. Right. You leave, okay, and in Paradise Estates is yes. where you were broken into. Yes. yes. So talk about that. Okay. Now, the wife showed up November 19th. She walked through the house because it's her house, so we, you know, let her in. And she was making certain statements. This door is no good. This, this is a bad door. Uh, things of that nature. Which is the door that was broken in. That was on the 19th of November. Because she said that door was not there when she uh, was last here. So they set up the door. You, you believe that was set up to be broken in while y'all was there? Like how, like, how is it her home and she's saying, where does this door come from? Because she only comes for the holidays. So she's realizing that that door was replaced. Right. It was an interior door, not an exterior door. Okay. So, okay. So mm -hmm. then um, on the 30th of November, we were broken into. We went out that morning to take care of some business about 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. By the time we came back, let's say about 1 o'clock, 1.30, mm -hmm. we walked in the house and we saw the back doors. That same door. That same mm -hmm. door. Mm -hmm. So we contacted uh, the police. We had a police friend. Contacted mm -hmm. him. He contacted the Bruford police, Roosterby police. Mm -hmm. We had to go pick the police up. Right. To our house. Right, because there is no 911 people. Mm -hmm. There's no 911. You got to go get the police and bring them to your house. Yes, okay. and take them back. Oh, okay. We took them back. Yes. And, and take them back. Okay. Yeah. And so you go get the police. What did they say when they came? Did they do any paperwork or they just ask questions? They, go ahead. they walked around and everything, mm -hmm. asked questions, mm -hmm. did a little bit of paperwork, mm -hmm. took and pictures. Took pictures and. Uh, that was it. Okay. Also, um, the owner, the, the husband, mm -hmm. he showed up with his mother, mm -hmm. who was a, a police officer, mm -hmm. and a couple other people. And they all went through and you know did a little thing. And she said that we are professionals. We will take care of this. We we will we will investigate it. Mm -hmm. So they gave us a, a reference number. And left like after 30 days, you know, you go find out mm -hmm. if there's been any progress. Mm -hmm. Well, after 30 days, nobody contacts us, so we want to check it out. Right. Nothing. No investigation. No investigation. Just a whole lot of talking. Yeah. It sounds like a setup. It sounds yeah. like a setup. Really. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, you, that you were broken into. Mm -hmm. You finally are leaving this place now. Yeah, but the bad thing about it is we had to pay for the door because we asked the guy that we rented from when he fixed it. He said that's not his problem. So, what, what was the point of him bringing all the police force through there? Well, For sure. Well, we contacted, we picked up the police, and then I guess you must have contacted him. Mm -hmm. And he, he came, came over. With them. And then we'll I get, feel like he was covering himself with them mm -hmm. to see if anything was going to come back to him. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think so. What mm -hmm. was stolen? What items were stolen from you all? Um, a bunch. I had like 10 watches, you know, from the States. Gucci, mm -hmm. um, a couple of that. Um, things of that nature. You know, it, Expensive it was, watches. Yeah, but I look at the fact that had we not been 
had hindsight to take our electronics with us mm-hmm. and our money with, with us, us, they would have yeah. they would have uh, wiped us out. Well, that's what you know. When when you started talking, that's what I was thinking. Y'all were gonna say mm-hmm. that they took like mm-hmm. laptops and phones and things like that. We, but those are things you had with we you. We always take those with what, us. And, and you your money, over here. of course. Yes. And so, what else did they take? That was it. The, I mean, they so ran the probably room. didn't get as much as they thought they was going to get. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because if people come over here, yeah, take your valuables with you. Right. It's a hassle. You're safer tra- traveling with your items. I don't think people think that. Because mm-hmm. in the States, we don't carry money mm-hmm. with us. No. But we know here, people mm-hmm. will go to cash machine. They got a knapsack full of money. Yeah. And you like, it, do they really just take all that money out and they walk in? But no one pays attention to that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a different vibe when it comes to that. I'm glad nothing major was taken. I know that was an inconvenience, but I assume you had insurance on your items. Okay, so you That's know, another thing they said. Ain't no insurance here, anyway. No. I don't know if it would have mattered. You know mm-hmm. what? Let me reverse on that one because you could have insurance in the States on that, mm-hmm. but I don't know that your insurance would have even covered you here unless you had a special... Uh, that's how they get you. Okay. Yeah, because if you had insured your items and you'd be able to trace serial numbers, all and that all kind that of stuff, stuff. Mm-hmm. but here, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be valid. Oh, okay. You see okay. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, if you said, well, my items were stolen when I was traveled, they mm-hmm. might have a special clause for that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that being a resident here, if you insuring your items would be covered. But how, how would you, how would you um, make sure that that happens before you go? Because those are the type of things that, that you don't think about when you travel. Exactly. And that's why you call, like, for, I'm going to give you an example with medical insurance, for example. I remember trying to get my son covered to get all of his shots before we came, mm-hmm. right? And they were like, we covered certain things, but they didn't cover the, the um, COVID test. They didn't cover that. So they wanted to send you to places to get the test done, but you had to pay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is it? He's covered under insurance. Why don't you cover that? We're about to travel, mm-hmm. Right. Then I called my medical insurance, like, well, what if he, uh, you know, um, sustains an injury while we're abroad and I have to take him to a hospital? Mm-hmm. They don't cover that. And that's why people get international travelers insurance and all these other things. Mm-hmm. So for some people, that might be an option. But when it comes to your personal items, mm-hmm. I don't know that there's coverage. So that's something people really need to look into because yes. you may have coverage in the States. Right. But I believe once you get on that plane... So, yeah, your, your coverage is a wrap. So you're paying for something that may not cover you abroad. So I think that's an important thing to think about. Yeah, because like I said, we had our phones with us. We had our laptops Thank with goodness. us. Thank goodness. Yes, because we travel with, like I said, you know, it's a hassle. Yeah. But Thank in goodness the long you did. run. Thank goodness you did. And, you know, the superficial things can be replaced, even though they have sentimental value. And mm-hmm. it's, you just feel violated, like over mm-hmm. everything. Forget Thank goodness y'all weren't there mm-hmm. and got hurt because right. who knows who came through there. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a setup. You brought your people to see how much evidence they uncovered to see if it leads back to you. You're not slick. And then for yeah. him to say he rented the place out to us, not to no. fix the door. Who wouldn't do that after you've been inconvenienced like that? You would think the one thing they would want to do mm-hmm. is to make sure this didn't happen, especially when you know you didn't have the proper thing. Mm-hmm. But that's another example of how landlords here move. Mm-hmm. When something goes wrong, they seem to feel like that's on you. But when they want their rent money, oh yes, 
They want to mm-hmm. run you down and be wondering where the money's at, mm-hmm. right? So let's talk about now you finally, you had a break-in, you, you had a, a wife pop out of nowhere. Had to go to court. <laughs> now you got to go to court. You finally get out of there safely with some kind and of funds back in hand. You had to put another door up there. Right. And that you was paid, more money out of You out paid of the pocket. expense for the door, yes. right? So really an inconvenience at this point, mm-hmm. right? And it's hitting your pockets. Mm-hmm. You leave there now and you find another place how do you find this new place because i know you ain't going back to dude that told you about the first one yes, yes we, we did. did okay because <laughs> i've seen me i'm like you and your friend like that's right. your people mm-hmm. so you you didn't i don't want to mess with you now so mm-hmm. where's he when all this is happening oh he helped us out yeah. he did. okay he did. okay mm-hmm. so you he finds you another place where's this other place now in Dalabar State. Okay, State. and how was Dalabar Estates? It has some issues. Okay. Uh, it's through TAF. Yes. Through TAF. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a leakage. Okay. Um, we went to them. It took them about a month to fix it. Um, the work wasn't up to Parker's leaking again. Because what they did was instead of, like back in the state, you use some type of foam. Yeah. Or something to go around the yeah. pipes or whatever. They just went outside and got some rocks it in there yeah there's this logic here that the gravel is some type of moisture retention i didn't know rocks absorb water but i guess certain rocks do i don't know i'm, I'm not in construction but it just doesn't logically mm-hmm. when i see it it makes no sense to me okay so you had a leakage problem mm-hmm. any break-ins issues nope. with your neighbors hold on, hold on, hold on, oh hold yes hold on okay go ahead <laughs> we, moved, we moved in on uh, february 23rd okay our house, our house is in the middle, there's a house on the end, there's a house on the end, and a house on the other side of us. Yes. So we moved on on the 23rd. That Friday, or the two days later, the house next door to us got broken into. She, yes. She came, she's from the UK, but she, she lives in the UK, but she's from here. She comes in every six months. And she stated that uh, five people came in there. Broke into the house, stole TV, money, laptop, laptop phone. phone. Was she home alone when this happened? I can't recall if she was or not. I, but I, she said five people came in. Like, yeah, she knows mm-hmm. she saw them. Yeah, because she said that they locked, locked them in the room. I don't know how they locked them in the room. I don't understand that part. So they told them the, to leave the area while they was going through the... And it was all men? Yeah. That's what she said. Were they young men? She didn't say. But she said they was able to jump the wall. Wow. Okay. And they parked on the other side because on and the other side. And you said she was on the corner. So her property was a corner property where the road is right, right. there. Right. She said they parked so, the car there, jumped the fence. And they passing the stuff over the wall then to the car. Probably so because she didn't have no bars on her windows. None of that. Wow. And, and we think that with a wall, we are safe, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody want to get over, they're going to get over. Yeah, because think about it. If somebody pulls up a pickup truck next to your wall, they're already halfway up your wall. Mm-hmm. So they can stand there, and the other person's down there just handing your stuff over yeah, the wall. Yeah, because she didn't have no wire or nothing up there. So after the incident, she got the windows fixed, and she put the bar wire on. But right. what is the point of living in a community, <laughs> Dalaba Estates, <laughs> if your stuff is not safe? Right. Right, because I would think there would have been some type of security driving through, someone to watch over. Is there security there? They, 
It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Okay, because I would imagine that that security person would be making their rounds through the community and seeing these things. Mm. Wow. We mm. we um, got involved with the with the community. Have a, a, a little uh, WhatsApp group. Yes. That was states. Yes. So we you know put our name in there, and they came up with different issues that they were going to address. So they had to have they had a community meeting. Yes. And one of the issues that they were talking about was security. Mm -hmm. So um, the first time we went to the meeting, it was like 13 people showed up. Now they have 300 and something houses in the area. Mm -hmm. 13 families showed up. Right. It was a clusterfuck. Excuse my French. <laughs> it was because nobody wanted to do anything. I mean, the, they just want to talk. The choice, the few, the, the choice few of us that were there mm -hmm. who. who you know, feel like, you know, we got to do something, mm -hmm. you know, we're there. Mm -hmm. But the other ones were complaining about this, complaining about that. Um, they decided to to fill uh, board members for the HOA or that, that Dalaba mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. So we, I volunteered for security. She volunteered treasurer. for treasurer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they had like eight spots and, you know, we filled up three or four of them. Okay. So yeah. security was one of the things they were talking about. They said that we to, to um, the first thing they talked about was not security, but the trash in front of Dalva Estates. They said they said it looks like the ghetto. So they they wanted they focused more on getting the trash picked up or burnt or taken care of yeah. than the security issue. So you, it sounds like when you're, if you come here, whether you live at an estate or not, you have to have your own security in place. Oh, That's what we did. That's what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. So after that, did you all have any break-ins in Dalaba Estates? There was, there was another one that happened, was it end of April or? Yeah, they came in with machetes and everything on a home at night and they overpowered the security guard. The one security guard for all of Dalabas. No, 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 no. no. But that, it's a that personal security guard. Yes, this that they had in front of their house. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And they uh, overpowered the security guard and mm -hmm. broke into the home. Nobody was there. Yeah, they were there in the house. Yes, took their car keys, phone, some other stuff. Yes. Then, maybe a week or two later, they came back. They came back again to the same. The broke, same people. Yeah, broke into the house behind theirs, but it's on, a, on his property. Okay. So, <laughs> so after after our second meeting, mm -hmm. our second meeting, mm -hmm. that's when they started talking about security. But yeah. we said, you know what? Well, how long is it going to take for them to get security in this place? Let's get our own security. We're going to put our out of pocket again. Right. Yeah, our security. And what does that look like? The amount? Did you did you go through a private security company mm -hmm. and they hired? Are you comfortable talking about the amount for the security guard? Yeah. What was that? Eight thousand. Eight thousand for a month. For one month. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. So eight thousand Delasi folks is like what one fifty? One sixty. One sixty. One sixty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's not bad to mm -hmm. hire someone. And this is someone that's supposed to make sure. Mm -hmm. Do they come with any kind of special training? Or are they just people in a uniform? Some does, some do, and some don't. Okay, and just, just so people know, another option is to go to the martial arts schools mm -hmm. and hire the fighters. Okay, I didn't know that. That's another option, and I only know that because I have a friend that does Kung Fu. Oh. And we know there was a lady that was being harassed. She was in the village by herself, and 
I found out that was an option for her, that she could hire someone from the martial arts school to come because they need money for the schools and they don't, they don't have any kind of funding. Mm -hmm. So they're willing to rent out people to guard your property, be your security, stuff like that. Because, you know, I'm always down for a proper ass whooping. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So just a note, people. Keep that one under the hat. Um, okay, so you, you get your own security. Mm -hmm. How are things at that point? It was good. It was good. No problems. Yeah, we had them from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Okay. 12-hour shift. Okay. And, good. and that would be 7 p.m. Okay, so overnight. overnight. During the day, y'all didn't have any no. mind. But at night, it sounds like it's when all these break-ins are right. happening. And, and Thieves in the night, literally. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the, the saving grace, or I guess the, the light at the end of the tunnel was, we were able to sleep peacefully. Yes. It was just crazy. Plus, we had the dog, you know, but she right. was a puppy. Right. But so you have the dog, you have the security. I guess even sleeping peacefully it sounds like a problem because those other people had security that was overpowered, yes. right? So that's kind of like, yeah, you're still wondering, is he yes. going to be able to handle mm -hmm. if someone actually comes? So after that, you slept peacefully. Mm -hmm. So what was the final straw that you were just like, okay, you know what? We don't need to rent anymore. Mm -hmm. We're just gonna, we're going back. We talked about it was in April, mm -hmm. even before all this came about. Okay. You know, it was just after the incident that happened in Paradise and stay dealing with the guy that we rented from and everything. Right. Scam. Well, yeah, want to come up there, live on the property, talk. You didn't mention, you didn't talk about that. Oh, yes. go back. So yes. that first property, the guy with the wife. Yes. Yes. You didn't mention about him living yes. on the property. He came one day talking about. So this is before wifey shows up? This, this is. is after, 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 after wifey shows up, so she shows up in November. Okay. And so he comes around talking about um, he's he has to live on the property in order for him to make sure that he can get the property back. And he has to show proof hmm. that the address is of uh, the property that that we're staying at. Okay. And so for order in order for him to do that, he has to stay on the property. We were like, well, you signed a contract. He states, no, I only rented the compound to you. <laughs> Only the compound. So like two to three weeks we dealing with this dude on the property. He leaves out, leaves the dog there because come to find out he had nowhere to go. When he rented the place out to us, he had nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. So now he want to come back and stay on the property and everything and leave the dog there while he goes to work. Stating that he's trying to get the money together, you can give it back to him. So that was really why he wanted y'all to keep the dog. He didn't have a place to stay, so it was one less thing he had to worry That's about. That's right. Okay. That's See, right. now that makes sense. That mm -hmm. makes sense what he was trying to do. Yes. Okay, so he comes to stay. Where is he staying? In the back. There's a pool back there. Had a pool and had a shower back there. And also had a little storage area. Okay. And we was going to use our generator. Right. To hook it up. Yes. But since he came, he stated that we had to take that out of there. So this is like not even a pool house. It's no. a shed or something. Yeah, it's a shed. And he decides he's staying in the he shed. He's stay in there. On the property with y'all. Yes, because he needs that address okay. in order to prove that he's staying there on the property. Okay. So we couldn't use the generator. Mm -hmm. So we take it out. He puts his stuff in there. Yeah. Takes a shower out there. Leaves the dog and go to work. He only comes in at night. Now. We don't give him a key, so how does he get in? So he has a knock. Well, he comes in, he sleeps in the car. That's what he does. He sleeps in the car in the morning, here, in front of the property. Mm -hmm. 
till about what 10 11 o'clock did he knocks on the gate so he can come in and do his thing. What an inconvenience. Yes. And how long was this? Three weeks. About three weeks. It's just the fact of couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep. And it was it was it was causing frustration with us. Yes. You know. I can imagine. Yeah, because you sign a contract, then you turn around and do this. And you know we foreigners here. He always telling us, Oh, I know the law. I know the law. So he like I can hustle you and get away with yes. it pretty much. He didn't know what that well he lost his house, right? Yeah. Wife he got it back. Yes, she well, did. Well actually, actually actually we talked to the police. The police looked at the contract that we that we signed. Mm-hmm. It's no good. No, he said he said within the contract it does not say that he cannot come. It says that you rented the compound. So they sat it with him. Yeah. Of course. They sat it with him. So they found a loophole. Yeah. Because that kind of language actually does not have to say that. That that is something that they call inherent in the contract, right? When mm-hmm. you rent a property. So is he paying part of the building? No. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. of course they're gonna perceive it that way or you know, interpret it that way for his benefit. Mm-hmm. Um it's messy. Yes. It's messy. You gotta go so down you all to the, have been the police station for that? That's nonsense. So you all have been um, thinking that you were gonna come here and just kind of live a peace, have a peaceful existence mm-hmm. while your property is being worked on. You can mm-hmm. keep eyes on that, and mm-hmm. you end up dealing with all this other stuff in between. Yes. In addition to that, you're missing your family, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So then it's like what? What? Then it's like um, what time should? How much time do you give yourself before you decide? It's time to go. Enough mm-hmm. is enough. We, um, like she said, we, we talked about it April, mm-hmm. and um, we decided that, that the, the spirit was, was off. It wasn't the same, the same Gambia that we visited back in 2021. So that being the case, moving forward, there was there was a lot of a uh, lot of. Shady. Yeah, shady. <laughs> second guessing. We we didn't trust anybody. So mm-hmm. with with us having that type of internal struggle about the place, it's not good. So it was time to go. And I think what's interesting, it, it doesn't sound like you had any issues with your land. Like there's yeah. nothing happening with that Mm-mm. as far as negativity. But mm-hmm. then you're dealing with stuff that really don't even concern you that belongs no. to other people. Yes. And are these Gambians you're having these issues with? Okay. <laughs> see, see, and this is the thing a lot of people are afraid of, and we know that everybody is not going to have the temperament for that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I felt like your story was so important because mm-hmm. people need to know, right? Enough is enough. And you all, you kind of, you've been dragged through it. Mm-hmm. For people coming here in peace yeah, and to live in, in harmony. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's not cool. So nobody really gets to hear this side of it. They hear a lot of negative stuff, like mm-hmm. it's always, you know, uh, people from the diaspora, but they don't hear what people in town are actually doing yes. to make the stay hard, and because yes. that's not a very welcoming. It wasn't welcoming. Way, not at all. But I do love that when y'all first came, it was a family. Yeah. See, that's the key right there, right? It was a community. It is important that when, if you are going to come, mm-hmm. that you be connected with a family mm-hmm. that is that are good, honest people. Mm-hmm. Because when you try to take people by their word and think they're going to be good and do right by you, mm-hmm. you don't know who they're associating with. That's true. 
right? Mm-hmm. See, look, when you told me about dude, the mm-hmm. first time he messed up and introduced me to somebody like that, we, he, we couldn't have did business again. Nope. You can't refer me to nothing mm-hmm. because you don't know. You know people superficially. You think you know them. But There's a difference. Mm-hmm. And the way we get to know people mm-hmm. and the way people here get to know people is two very it's two different, different things. things. And we misinterpret that sometimes. We think that because something seems like common sense to us, that it's common sense everywhere. No, it ain't. We know common sense is not so common. No, it ain't. Is there anything else you all want to add if you had something to say to people that were coming here? Um, I don't want to make it seem like it's bad. Because you can meet bad people everywhere. Absolutely. Just move with caution. I love that. Move with caution. How about you? Any last words? Well, um, I'd like to elaborate on on the fact of uh, trying to find a place. Our standards and their standards totally different. Night and day. Oh yeah. You know, before we hook back up with a dude to find a place, we we went through you know online um, web pages, checked out different. people who were renting houses. Yes. And we went, took our time, checked out these places, and every place that we went to was substandard. Yes. And we're yes. not we're not we're not coming here looking for, you know, five star treatment or three star treatment. We talk we're just basic necessities. Basic, basic. water. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hot water on a good day. <laughs> oh remember that one place we went to and uh, it was decent. It just didn't have the hot water heater. Yeah. So I asked the guy, I said, okay, you know, we like it and everything, but you don't have a hot water heater. Mm-hmm. No, he asked, is there anything else that we can do for you? I said, can you put a hot water heater in there? Mm-hmm. You know what he said? But it's hot here. I said, but you asked me. You asked me, and that's what I want. Because, you know, that is considered a luxury. Yeah, I heard. Right? Because when it's hot mm-hmm. and water is in the tanks, it comes out warm. Mm-hmm. But when it's not so hot, mm-hmm. like winter season, it's cold. water is cold, it's and cold. it's shockingly cold. But for a lot of people who don't have water, mm-hmm. they don't care whether it's hot or cold. Mm-hmm. They're just happy to have water. Yeah, I'm happy to have it. So those amenities, the, mm-hmm. the, yeah, but that's but that it's important that you said that because I say all the time, if you a person where the water pressure matters to you, mm-hmm. this ain't the place for you unless you build in your own. That's right. If you do on your own, you're going to set it up to your yes, standards. Right. But if you're doing what other people have available, if mm-hmm. you're going that route, you're mm-hmm. going to struggle. Yeah. You're going to have a hard time. I'm in a spot now where I'm annoyed because we haven't had water for 10 days. Like, can I just get some water? Really? Yeah. Can, can I just get some water? But you're stressing me about the rent, though. You want your rent on time. Mm-hmm. But you don't even have water coming through the pipe. I have every pipe in my house open. I'm on the top floor. Wow. Right, and the water has to travel up. Upwards, but far. if the pressure is not there, mm-hmm. you can't even get water. Forget about hot water. That's Ooh. not an option. So I tell people all the time, you better be ready. Yeah. You yes. better be ready. You better be ready. The lights. Yeah, the power internet. outages. Yes. All yes. of that. All, all of that. that. So you, know, you may not have the things that you are accustomed to, and it's important for people to know that. They have to understand that. I understand it from the gate, that if it's going to be enough to send you home, mm-hmm. Come to visit first, like y'all yes. did. Come visit, visit. live here, mm-hmm. have some experiences, didn't make that determination. Because mm-hmm. you know when you're coming back, how you... See, this is... And everything that happens is a lesson. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to wrap it with this, right? 
because you all will be building your space and think about all these challenges and know what needs to be put in place yes. when you have your own. Mm -hmm. That's the gift in all of this, mm -hmm. right? You're going to build it exactly the way that you want it. To your standards. Yes. Legally, you know what to address. Yes. Ain't going to be no visitors trying to stay and hold the quarters and all this because you've been through it already, right? So That's I want to thank you both. Yeah, I know this welcome. wasn't easy. You got one more? I got one more. Okay. Oh, come on. It's a shameless plug, but because of our experiences here in Gambia, yes. I wrote two e-books. E yeah, he sure did. Oh, please. Oh, yes. Amazon. It's on Amazon. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> it's not shameless at all. We have to learn that it's okay to boast about what we do, mm -hmm. especially when what you're doing can help other people. And that was the reason that we did it. Please, talk about your ebooks. I didn't no. even know you all wrote a book. The first one is called uh, Gambia Travel Guide. Mm -hmm. Volume one. And then uh, the second one is Gambia Travel Guide, volume two. Volume two. Mm -hmm. the, the first one deals with our experiences Deals with our experiences. Uh, <laughs> deals with our experiences up until that point. The books are on on uh, Amazon, and it's under the name of Rollout Home Team. Rollout Home Team. Can you spell it? R O L L H O M E T E A M. Rollout Home Team. Roll out. Home you didn't spell out. Roll out. Okay. O U T. Okay. Oh, I missed. That's why I asked you. I missed that. So it's Roll Out Home Team. It's on Amazon. Yes. Yes. Okay. And do you know the price that it's going for now? Eleven Eleven. Oh. <laughs> okay. They don't hit y'all with them angel numbers. Act like you know. But I love that. But but the, like I said, you know, we we wish someone had done the same thing for us. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of information in there. There's mm -hmm. the police. There's what. Landlords still with uh, post, oh, office. post office. I love it. I love it. So please, when y'all come back, mm -hmm. if you have it, if you have a copy, I'll have to put it up for the for YouTube. Okay. To see okay. the cover and say this is the couple we, you know, mm -hmm. for the podcast. Come mm -hmm. and check out the book. Yeah, because the second cover, our oldest son did a cover, and it's a picture of him, a drawing of him. Oh, nice. Awesome. Oh, nice. Yes. Nice. So you got the family involved as well. Yeah, he did I love that. that. Very nice. And Very I did nice. like two journals. You can like a, a diary. Yes. And yes. each journal has a quote that I came up with. Oh, this is nice. Isn't that nice? I love it, y'all. So they just showed me the cover of the Gambia Travel Guide, Volume 2. And it has the Gambian flag red, blue, and green. And then it has the brother on here with shades, and it looks like some historical things associated with the Gambia. Yes. Is that like the monument and Banjul, it looks like? Back there. Gambia flower, mm -hmm. the river. This is really cool. Well mm -hmm. done. Well done. I look forward to this, and I will definitely be telling people about it. Um, you all will be the first to hear it, actually. I'm planning a welcome center. Oh. And so at the welcome center, hello, you have <laughs> copies of your guide or the ebook. We can make sure we put the link in the information that they need to purchase this if they're going to be here and they have plans to move forward. Well, thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you both for doing this. I know it's not easy to rehash because it's trauma, mm -hmm. right? We kind of rehashing it, but I thought the message you all had was so important, and I know the family's going to really appreciate it. Yeah, I hope right? so. Thank you yes. both so much. You're welcome. Blessings. Thank you.